and welcome to the Fireside Podcast. Uh, it's a full compliment again, um, Billy Kirkpatrick. We can actually see him this week. Oh, hello. Good evening, Ross Dewar. Hello, Matthew Thompson. Evening, folks. And Craig Greger. Hello. Um, uh, everyone had a, a good weekend, yeah. Yep. Great, yeah. Great, thank you. Uh, yeah, it was good. Such a good weekend. Matt, Matt sounds really happy considering his team won and his uh, his better rivals lost. But yeah. that's true. You meant to sound happier, Matt. Kelly did lose, so Kelly did. Yeah, and he, he apparently won, so yeah, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we'll just go go right into it, and we'll we'll yeah. Go straight for a Celtic St Johnson Cup set League Cup semi final on Saturday evening. It was, mm-hmm. and I, I take it everyone has seen <laughs> seen the game in some way, shape, or form. No, yeah, really hasn't. Yep. I have the goal. What a finish! Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think I don't think many. Many sort of Celtic fans or anyone expected a comfortable win by like multiple goals. Really, um, what did Ferg predict? Uh, I think it was like eight, eight nil matter. or something. Yeah, eight nil is what um, Ferg predicted. <laughs> See, not many people yeah, predicted it. I do, Matt I do all, the, I do that all, I've done that multiple times. I just said the four. I expected the close one. Um, but St. Johnson, well, last season obviously winning both cups. Had were proven to be difficult in that com- in these competitions, um, and uh, my first analysis of St. Johnson over the over the over the day was uh, I, I just I don't remember them doing anything. I don't know whether they were set up for a nil nil draw and hope for penalties or something. I just don't know. I think. Um, they were quite well. They were quite well organised. They, they definitely set up to try and obviously deter Celtic, but I'm not sure if it was a way, perhaps a way to play. I know. I obviously get what he was trying to do, trying to mitigate Celtic uh, playing playing well. But Celtic still had plenty of chances, regardless of how he set up. Well, yeah, in the in the first half, it was. Fairly, like heavy one-way traffic in terms of Celtic attacking. Um, it would have been nice if we could have had a goal come off the off the back of some of it. it was some really like sort of just nice link-up play and passing play, and final balls weren't the best really, but uh, St. Johnson just they did pack the box when Celtic were in and around it. And did make life incredibly difficult for anyone challenging for headers or shots, even. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think anyone expected St. Johnson to go out and chase the game. It was always going to be a case of seeing if Celtic can actually break them down. And for a long time, it kind of looked as if we weren't going to, or we're struggling to. Yeah. I think it was, it was just one of those days where Celtic had to play their game and just be patient because it is it's a cup game, so it's not like at ninety minutes it's ninety minutes and you share points. It's like at ninety minutes you go on, then another half hour, and then penalties if need be. So someone, so a team has to has to try and make a breakthrough at some point. Um, the thing is, Celtic scored obviously from from a mistake as well. Which um... I wouldn't, I wouldn't so much call it a mistake. I think it's obviously St. Johnson had to go back to the keeper, and then Kyogo presses the keeper really high, forcing him into making a trying to make a long kick. It's not the greatest uh, clearing kick um, that I've I've seen from a goalkeeper. And uh, again, it's Celtic's pressing play. It's, I think we said it multiple times that it does it wins in possession and gets some goals. It got us a goal against um, 
was it Ferenc Faros? It goes one a goal away from home. Um, and that's like Jota just doing it really well, high press, and he jumps, he he wins the ball, and then takes it on, uh, takes the man on down, down to the, <clears throat> down to the uh, fucking yeah. Down the line, he takes the man, and then he he crosses it in. And I think at that that point, it seemed like the St. Johnson defenders got a bit, um, sort of I don't know, flustered. Yeah, they did. I, it, none of them seemed to know what they were doing at that point. There was a half attempt at a sort of clearance, and it falls to James Forrest after only being on the pitch for a few minutes. Um, yeah. And he's never he's never missing from that close. It's on his it's on his favorite fruit fruit. It's on his favorite foot. He's just he's actually in my in my opinion. Obviously, uh, regular listeners know I I'm a man who enjoys the other team in Glasgow. Um, He's probably one of the most underrated players Celtic have. Like he he just does it in big games time after time. And it was it was a massive boost. I saw I saw his name on the bench before the game started, and I said that's huge to have him on the bench because the impact he can make is incredible. Um, and I did say when he came on, I said he's either going to score or create something here. Um, when I was in the pub, and he did, he scored, and he, he wheels away in celebration. You know he's loving it, and fair play to him. Um. Yeah, it was the only goal of the game. Uh, I think Celtic had quite quite a few chances though. Uh, they had really... 16, 16 attempts, but only three on target. But it just shows that St. Johnson were forcing them into sort of adventurous ones or heading from cross balls. Yeah. Um, I'll give a, a wee shout out to uh, Jota, who was uh, unbelievable again. In my opinion, do you mean George Michael? Yeah, very good point. Was that twelve contributions since he signed in August, or something like that? I remember reading. Yeah, and even outside of contributions, his actual, just his movement is the the skill moves he does. Like, there's not many players in the in our league that would sort of that would try some of the things that he tries. But fair play to him, and his link up with Kyogo is really nice and. Yeah, he has he's gelled really well with the squad since he's came in. And um my last one would my last shout out would go to Big Near Beaton, who's uh who's been obviously he's had his critics over the years, but the last few seasons having to play centre half and he's again had to come in for Rogic because he's injured, so and he's made a I think he's made a good a decent impact. Yeah, I think having him in midfield allows like McGregor to be more creative and like actually build the play, which is what Celtic need to do. Also, I really like McGregor in that in that deeper position, but he's not a he doesn't he's not a sort of sitting midfielder. He's yeah. he's definitely sort of box to box. He likes sort of coming up, whereas near Beaton will happily sort of sit in front of a. A back four. Obviously, he, he, he likes a good sort of wee advancement up into the more attacking midfield areas and we run with the ball. But uh, actually, I mean, we we spoke about it in depth last year how he's far better suited beat on playing as like a number six in front of the back four than playing as a centre half. It's just not a centre half. Nah, obviously he had some he had some decent games at centre half. He just had um, some other horror shows to go alongside. Yeah, yeah. It. really but, bad ones. But he, does, he he's looked fairly solid in midfield. Obviously, having to play because the lack of options really there. But I've no, been I've been, well. impre- I've been impressed with him, and I I can't see a, a reason really to drop him at the moment. No, yeah. I agree with that. And I think. Um, Reports are suggesting that Tom Rogic will be 
or is expecting to be available for um what day are we playing Thursday? Thursday, Thursday. Him and Carl Starfelt are both expected to be eligible again to play, so well, that's a shame. Such a shame. But again, there's no reason there's no reason for either of them to go straight back into the starting lineup because they've been covered fairly well, in my opinion. Right. Is it time to laugh at Jury yet? Yeah, I'll have you on. Um fast forward to Sunday afternoon. Uh picture the scene. The Ibrox has been turned orange by the by the Rangers fans. You know, they're celebrating celebrating their new manager being in the stands and uh also the team are wanting to come out and impress the new manager. Mm-hmm. Um and they try really hard, but after eight minutes, they just they just couldn't try any any more, and uh, they concede uh, off off a set piece in some of the most shambolic defending I've ever seen in my life. No, I, what do you mean? I think Chester I do. I do. The, um, is the um, I don't know. Obviously, Balogun's looking for the foul, but in this day and age, you just can't look for a foul. He's got to stay strong. He obviously does get his um, shirt pulled, but he got to play to the whistle. Uh, yeah, I think it would be... It's one of those ones where in our game... Yes, Billy's making the VAR symbol. Um, I in our, in, in symbol, the Scottish game... I don't game, think the VAR would have changed. I don't think so either. In the Scottish game, we don't have that. We don't have, that, we don't have VAR, so there's no point talking about it. Oh, not yet. Um, there's lots of people that do like to bring it up. Oh, if, if we had VAR, yeah, but we don't. So just get yeah. over it already. Um, we don't have that luxury, as as you you could say. Um, but um, where was it going? Yeah, we don't have that, so we are just with the the officials on on the match day, and if the officials don't don't judge something to be. Oh, I don't think it was a, a film. My, my more point was they went down awful easily. Was yeah. not mm-hmm. a but but again, you like if the referee doesn't blow his whistle, then the referee doesn't blow his whistle. There's no point complaining or crying about it you just got to get back up and get on with it even if it should be a foul I still don't understand what Tavernier is doing I, that's like that is, that's the worst part well, I don't sure. know whether he's trying to play it back to the goalkeeper because it does come off the head of I cannot remember who it comes off the head of it's, it's the way he go- shapes his chest though. It's, it's, no, it's he, like he's, he's playing a deliberate to chest back to the goalie which you do one you don't do when it's a set piece corner two you don't do it when you don't know what's behind you. He doesn't even look behind him to see what's there. Again, you the know, goal the goalie who looks like shambles. he's already already made a decision that he's gonna lie on the floor, so um yeah, a... and yeah, I don't know uh, there's nothing else you can really complain about. Uh could... Martin Boyle's just uh, happens to be in the right place at the right time and you could probably uh, have he doesn't a rebo shouldn't let uh, Boyle get goal side of him so easily but I don't think he's expecting what Tavernier is doing to be fair. Yeah, that's, that's not the worst thing in the, the sequence. And then Boyle, Boyle just keeps himself calm and chips it over uh, old tomato face. So <laughs> it's the story of the first goal. Yeah. Um, what was it? What was the second goal? Second one was oh, an amateur. Hour. I think that's what it was. Lovely. Yeah, the one nah, where Tavernier was even more amateur. Alright, so. See, at the time, I actually felt that it was just a really good goal. Yeah, it was a good finish, and it's a good ball. I don't think you um, really blame Tavernier for a um, not really tracking each other, but it is in the the left back position or the left centre half position more than the right. Yeah, it is 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 in a centre half position. Um, so I don't know where the SE defenders are, but um, I don't know what him and him and whether him and Goldson are talking to each other at this point. Don't know because Tavernier seems to drop deeper. Deeper, uh, allowing Boyle the space to run in behind, which I thought was bizarre. It's a lovely pass from this bit, though. It was a really nice pass. It's, it's, um, it's a good that, pass, and a, very a good, good turn. That's it, it, yeah. all it is. It's one pass and one turn, and he's through in goal. I know, yeah. That's what I'm saying about the, the defensive line really don't help themselves there by being so misshapen. I do think McGregor could have probably got a hand to it. I think he was ever so slightly poor positioned. It's a tough one. It's a, it's a decent finish. Though, don't get me wrong, a good finish, but I feel that like 
Yeah. For a guy of his standards, it was ever so slightly poor. I've seen I've seen him getting a a fair amount of hate since then. Yeah, uh, a nah, lot of people claiming that he's he's finished, even though a month ago he was the best keeper in the world. I I mean, obviously, Hibs have scored Hibs have scored um, three scored three goals from three shots, and Rangers have gave him two of the goals that he can. I think you've probably argued that Rangers gave them three of the goals, to be fair. Like, you can't expect in a cup semi-final to give away such shoddy goals. Like You could be playing teams a couple of leagues down and they'd still score the chances provided to them. Well, some of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, some of them wouldn't score chances. Not here. Um, I, 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 think, I think that the next, the next Hibs goal was my, my favourite one because uh, in commentary, I, I can't remember who it was, but someone said there's a a bit more about Rangers here and they're turning the screw a bit and uh, I think it was about two minutes later uh, they, they did give, give away the penalty uh, Stonewaller, I don't think anyone could really argue uh, Oh well there was a lot there was a lot arguing in the in the studio in Premier Sports that I, think they got, the I think they got it spot on In yeah. terms of, of decision, it's, it's a correct decision it really, the, the challenge just summed Rangers up that first half, clumsy haphazard and just blind I don't know if he's trying to make a challenge though, he just runs into him. It's just smart from I think it's smart from uh, Boyle. He knows what he's doing. He drops his shoulder nicely. You give the match official the decision to make. It's correct one, so can't really argue. Um obviously Rangers first half hat trick. Rangers did have uh I'll talk about Arfield's goal quickly. Nice enough, I guess. That was my analysis on that. Um, um, I was just going to talk like, the biggest gripe about the entire game. Don't get me wrong, Rangers played poor. Um, was it the Goldson miss? No, it wasn't the Goldson miss. It was actually <laughs> it was actually yeah, how horrible comments. the subs were. The, su- the subs the, were the, actually... You're 3-1 down. You bring off a, and a you dis- you... for Ryan Jack. No, no, the first one was uh, Sakala on for Kent. Kent, who I actually felt had points where he was quite lively. Morelos, an absolute stinker, but yet remains on the pitch. Um, I mean, to be fair, fair, they did have the Rangers lotto man as one of the coaches. Maybe they just did what some folk do when putting lottery numbers on and just randomly pick things and just hope it goes for the best. Um, The next one was Hadji came on and Jack came on for Arfield and Arebo. The Hadji for Arfield ones, that's a real... That's Hadji a, made sense. I thought Hadji was going to be the first sub that came on. Yeah. Um, in the day to then sort of add a bit of creativity. Defensive midfielder for an attacking player, it's a strange one. Um, I think if you're 3-1 down and you're chasing a goal and you end up bringing on um, all the defensive mids, I don't think it does any favours. Yeah, and then the, well, last, they the were, next one... Calvin Bassey on for Balogun, I guess. I don't know which one did, was having to play centre half between Barisic and Bassey after that. Uh, Bassey. And then right on for Kamara, which, which is also makes sense. They're, chase, they're chasing the game. They're trying to get a, get get something out of it. You bring on an attacking player, but um, I did notice that they were they did have uh, John Lundstrom stripped and ready to go at one point during the during the sequence of subs. Yeah, but then they um, changed it for Calvin Bassey. I think it was changed or... changed their minds for Bassey. Yeah. yeah. To me, um, the subs were mental. I think that actually the team was wrong as well. Like, I know um, someone in particular in this podcast did not like Lundstrom at the beginning, but he'd been man of the match about four or five times this season, and it's a cup semi-final, and he's the type of guy who obviously he has a bit of grit about him. He should have really played. I don't know if I can really fault the starting lineup from Rangers. Yeah, I don't think their starting lineup was very wrong. Really not, because obviously, like, their back line was all they could really I mean, choose. The, the the main one, I would obviously, uh, I'm sure a lot of people would probably agree at this point, is uh, probably put Patterson in over Tavernier. And Tavernier's not been great I, I don't, recently. I don't think you can drop your club captain for a semi-final, to be fair. Like, no, that, that, that's the thing. You don't do that, but he's not been fantastic the, recently. The problem for me with Rangers at the moment seems to be two things. One, the mentality of certain individuals... And to the just the the attitude and application on the field of play, 
you know, I I listened to Conor Goldson's interview after the game, and for a vice captain of Rangers to say what he said, I I, I was I just about fell on the floor. I'm not even a Rangers fan. I just about fell on the floor. What did he say? Just said that Basically the game was said, over uh, at three. After- Three yeah. one. After, what? After, no, after, after they went to three 0 they, they just realised the game was over basically. Yeah, because oh. he did he did slip the tongue and he did say three uh, 0 and then he went oh wait three one at half time. Yeah, you know. I think it was just nice of them to pay homage to Stephen Gerrard and by doing what he would have wanted in bottling a cup game before making the final. He, d- he does like that. It was fitting. Um, obviously, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Um. With Goldson, obviously we don't really have another centre half. Well, obviously we've got Bassi could play centre half, but obviously a big European game coming up. He's not going to get dropped anyway, and I think that's why you can get away with such sort of reckless and I would say almost careless comments. Um, obviously Geo coming in today. Oh, sorry. Yeah, today was his first training session and obviously he wants a formation change. It'll be interesting to see. He's also voiced his opinion. He would like youngsters to play. It doesn't matter what age someone is. If they're good enough, they're going to get the opportunity to play. Like he said I believe his, it when I see it. I, think he, I heard him say in his press conference that um, he, wants, he wants individuals, he wants players with that a sort of a natural hunger, which I feel like might have been a little bit of a dig at Connor Goldson, um, for saying that they they felt they didn't have it, have hunger or they were sure. lacking hunger. But like Jerry said, they don't want to replace him. That's their problem. They can't. To say, he doesn't have options, but also Connor Goldson is one of Rangers' better defenders. Yeah, but he's got no hunger unless he want to try chucking like Bassey or. John uh, back into Bass, obviously, Bassi is a natural centre half. That's where he's originally played, like playing. But, but um, I don't. Uh, it's just too difficult of a game on Thursday night to probably drop goals, and which is a conundrum. I think in in a in a way, although football fans are very fickle at points, I think Gio's hands are very much tied until January. You know, he's working with, in my opinion, an underperforming squad with an attitude problem. And how do you deliver the best out of players when they quickly don't want to play or don't want to perform to a certain level? That's a problem. I, you know, I think genuinely, I don't know where Rangers will find the, the funds or the sources to, to find this, obviously given contractual and financial situations. I, I genuinely think you need about five players. About but, five players to, to get a kick up their arse. Think, like at the end of the day, the squad's good enough to win, yeah, more or less every game in the league, unless Celtic playing their best turn up. Like really, that squad of players with a half decent manager should be beating basically everyone else. I think they do have enough players but, that you but, could say are hungry enough and have enough desire. Like I'm sure that like, it's Patterson's going to be dying for a game. Sakal always looks lively and always looks hungry whenever he's playing. You've got to obviously look at the picture. Obviously, financially, um, I, I, I don't, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know there's quite um, a lot of media talk saying Aston, Aston Villa are going to try to get Goldson in January for the, for a fee of, I think they quote, according to tabloids, around one point seven to two million. Which to get a which to get a which to get a. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know there's talks of people wanting Katic. Don't get me wrong, not terrible, but he's not going to solve the main issue of like having someone that can defend. Like he's he's not bad, but he's not he's not the, the quality you need. Yeah, I think Rangers think they do have to offload players in January to be able to bring new players in. It's just whether they they would they have the thing is they have waited too long to get the best value for most of their players that they they, they could have sold yeah, in the summer. Because they'd said at the start of last summer or the summer just passed that they needed to offset players to make up funds. Basically, I think Gerard said that at the start of the transfer window, then they didn't sell anyone. 
I know um, yeah. Ross Wilson in his interview yesterday said Rangers are not looking to offload any players in January. But of, of course they won't be, but at the end of the day... Yeah, they're they're not going to come out and say, oh yeah, look, all these players well, are sale because they're well, But at the end of the day... Obviously, the, the, the money missing has been of, already, um, was already guaranteed to be covered. Um, but at the end of the day, do you... Do you hold on? Do you hold on to Goldson to the end of the season and then lose him for nothing in the summer? Because, by all accounts, it seems like he's not signing a new contract. Or, do you try and get what you can in January if someone's interested? I, I think if the offer comes, you can get. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think if the offer does come, then you take it. But I just don't know how much anyone's going to be willing to pay for a no, player that, that's yeah. arguably it's one and a half, one million, one and a half million. You can make. Out of an English club that's got a lot of money, that's probably not a lot for them to spend. Yeah. Because you either um, keep him and you've got a player that doesn't want to be there, or... Yeah. It's not as if he's going to offer... You have to weigh out whether or not he's going to offer a lot, a big difference for that last six months. Obviously probably not. It seems, seems like Celtic and Rangers are both going to go head-to-head to try and get John Suter in a free contract when it comes up, but obviously mm-hmm. that wouldn't be till um, the next summer that they'd get that's him in. Not. So. True. You could buy him out of it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's what Rangers obviously did with Lane Kamara. What yeah, Lane Kamara. Yeah, they paid to an end. 50 yeah. grand to get after they get signing the pre contract. Did they not um, do similar with Scott Wright? They signed a pre contract. Oh, they swapped McCrory as well. Yeah. Obviously, time, time will tell. Obviously, Geo's got a big. Um, I never thought you'd say that at the start of the season, like considering how last season went, but got a massive um, improvements need to be made. I know that's quite um, remarkable considering they're four points clear, but they're, they're a good, what, 10, 11 points off a tally last year. Yeah. Rangers were anywhere yeah. near close to last year. They'd, they'd be miles away and uh, like Andrew would be under a lot more pressure and everyone else would be under a lot more pressure, but they just haven't done it. Yeah, I think it's but, perspective as well. Like from where you were last season, like I think if you compare Celtic and Rangers both to where they were last season, as a Celtic fan, I'm not, I didn't expect us to be four points off Rangers at this stage of the season. I expected us to almost be more than that, to be honest. Um, I thought it would take longer to get this close. So there's obviously a, an element of Rangers fans now anticipating that standard every time they play. I have to say, um. Uh, Ange's recruitments have been good. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what Rangers do. I think they're looking at a new um, head of analysis from, I believe, Royal Antwerp. But it's talks of that happening. Uh, I'll be interested to obviously see. To play centre half? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, he well, finds centre halves and makes centre halves better. Well, that's, that's the next battle. Um, um, Obviously, today first training session. I did. I did enjoy the video that we that sent in the podcast chat of uh, Big Roy saying the uh, skills for the circus. Yeah, lead the tricks for the circus. That is it. Actually, like it's something. Is that because they're all clowns? It's it's actually something that's like if you can get Kent playing back to it's. Try not to be overly technical. I think we'd actually benefit him massively. But again, time will tell. We could talk about that subject for ages. Yeah. Um, I think Stephen Gerrard was at some point he was always going to leave Rangers. I think I said as I said this before. Um, obviously the the right offer came in for him and. I don't think there was anyone was going to convince him to stay at Rangers, really. Yeah, even though he looked unsettled. When a Premier League job came up, he wasn't really going to have any complaints about it, and he wasn't going to wasn't going to hang around. Um, Fair play, Rangers have they've they've chosen a man. They've got they've got their who they deem to be the right fit and. yeah, I suppose they'll just have to see how it goes. I do think he's as close as a right fit as they were gonna. They were probably gonna get. But like, like you said, he is. He has got a fair bit of pressure. Like his next few games are 
Yeah, tough away Fairly spell key. as well. And there's, some, there's some tough away games coming up in the next sort of month and a half for him as well. Um, yeah. But then again, everyone's got to play everyone, so. That's true. I'm, I'm always, always insightful. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, always knows what to say. Yep. Quickly uh, touch on um, the Dundee United Aberdeen game at the weekend, which uh, sparked a, a fair bit of controversy mm-hmm. um, post match on on a dismissal, and um, I just don't, I just, I, I don't get it. <laughs> at the end of the day. Is this when I have to come in and make the excellent? Okay, right. So, oh, is it is about to call himself excellent here? He's <laughs> about to call himself and the referee excellent. No, here. Come I'm, on. I'm not. I'm going to. Uh, firstly, what I'm going to say is that this is not the referee's fault. This is the law's fault. This is the law. The referee only applies the law. This isn't the referee's fault. No, I still think it's the referee's fault. So, uh, I, I, it could have just. It could. It could have just went. Oh, I forgot about that. Common law. sense has to prevail. So. The the second caution is is thinking of the best way to talk a load of abs. No, 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 no. Shit. I'm just trying to get it technically right so that I don't I don't appear like a dafty. So the second caution is for dafty. what we call adopting an aggressive attitude or manner. Now the reason why this second caution has been issued is because the player, the Aberdeen player, after being shoved by the fan, and I totally understand that he's been shoved by the fan. And he's provo- he's provoked. He has then taken two or three steps back towards the fan in an aggressive manner, and that is a yellow card defence. The player has already been cautioned. Therefore, the referee has decided to caution him again and then send him off. Now, as a referee in that situation, you have two options. One, you give the caution correctly under law, and that's correct. Two, you go maverick, don't give the caution, but you're marked down because of it, and you're wrong in law. So that's it. So that's the law. So it's the law of the game. It's not the referee has interpreted that and applied it correctly according to the law. The referee has made the right decision, although incredibly unpopular. And I said myself at the time, I wouldn't have given a yellow myself. I don't think it, it's right, but that's the law. See, my thing is, how many times do you see players come like face to face with a? You, they are adopting an aggressive manner against each other, and it's just handbags. The referee's like, right, okay, where you go. Uh, sends him over who we're talking to. It doesn't but, have to be, but, but every time. Uh-huh. It, it, it's, again, that's down to referee interpretation. But a fan technically encroaches on the field of play, uh, puts his, puts their hands on a on a player, um, and the player is obviously going to have some reaction to it. He also reacted very well. I would yeah, argue. he didn't. He, yeah. he did. He, he did. He stepped up to the fence. Defense and obviously, obviously had a, had a few words with it and then he, came away from the situation. Yeah, he didn't raise his hands at the guy. It didn't uh-huh. look as if he was ever going to go it, for so, him. Or no. He's been, he's been well, cautioned. Well, mostly, actually, stepped forward. He, he was getting stuff thrown at him and getting yeah. So he's been shouted at by the other things. He, he's been it. cautioned because he's taken the two or three steps back towards the fan. And so the fans actually, actually, I'm going to say the fans are shite bag because he actually he, he came over, pushed him, and then turned around and sort of like. Buggered off again. Um, Shattered, I think it? if you look at similar events to that, obviously when um, the fan went to attack uh, Tavernier, obviously yeah. I think the referee dealt with that a lot better. I think it's obviously yeah. u- using your sort of judgment. Yeah, obviously, that, I think it's actually shoved the guy up, didn't you? Obviously, it's extremely difficult um, being a referee, and I wouldn't really want to wish it on anyone because it's a tough job. Well, I'll but... just say one thing: Bobby Madden is finished. But it's I not, think he's you've correct got... in law. I think, I think you've got to have a wee bit um, just common sense, obviously. He's not went there and went, oh, there you if, go, I'm just going to punch a guy. If we're directing blame, we need to direct it at the law. Oh, yeah. You know, the referee's only referee's referee's the law. I've seen that, that someone made a good point, that is, yeah. like, what, like, one of the biggest differences anywhere between Scottish referees and elite referees, where elite referees would use their common sense there. Well, let's bear in mind, Bobby Madden is arguably is, is one of the top officials in the country. The in staff. Scotland. Well, yeah, in Scotland, yeah, but it doesn't, not he's also a, a, a respected European referee as well. Hi, who? 
Rangers fans. <laughs> no one, no one, no one respects him. You know, yeah, so you know, know no one respects him. Again, it's Billy. It's football. Come on, Billy. It's football. No one respects the referees. Yeah, he is obviously like quite a top referee. You know, I like him. Of course, the Rangers fans saying that. If he was on, if he was on the fully elite level, he would have been at the Euros. But that's really that's now venturing into debate on European football and refereeing politics, and that's not a debate that anyone wants to listen to. No, the, the, the basis of it is the fact that the Scottish referees are below par compared to most they're, other countries. They're not below par. We have. We have anyway, 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 anyway. It wasn't the only sending off of the game. Um, did anyone see the other one? Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, no. Ah, oh, it's a good one. It's just one of those, again, like like you were saying, where players square up to each other. There was, I think, those three players all squared up to each other in in the pitch. And um, who was it? Who was the Dundee United player? Butcher. Yeah. Callum Butcher decides uh, he's he's going for a, a I don't know he's going for a low blow on Ramirez and uh, gives him a little little love tap on on the bell end and. Uh, well, I think there's there's only one course of action for the man, and that is a straight red card. Yeah, but, uh, he's got to go. For that. Well, it, it, I, I, is anyone not thinking it's a red card? <laughs> I've seen so. No, I actually did see someone. Seen someone posted on TikTok or something a video of it, and then went, um, and then in the comments he was like, "I can't believe he's been sent off for that." Ramirez has gone down like he's been shot. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I'm watching it just now. I'm watching it again just while I'm, we're talking. You know, Ramirez comes in late with a, a flailing arm and then he pushes him over and then Butcher squares up to him, brings the head in and then it's that. There's a wee, yep. It's the, it's the arm down to the, the testicle. The, the, the grab region. and, you know, no complaints from anybody. So the players don't complain. Um, you know, it's a fill bit of Ramirez and then... I, I don't know. What, it's a strange one. I, usually, if you're reacting Again, that way, what, you go for a headbutt, don't you? You would go for the headbutt. It's one of those ones, like 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 Craig was saying, that it, it's one of those ones. It's just sort of like the players have a sort of wee word with each other, um, and he's taken it a bit, well, a bit too far. He's taken it a lot too far, in my opinion. You know, it's it's, it's violent reaction. conduct. It's a red every day of the week. Yep, yeah, uh, but. Dundee United did they did come away with a win. Um one nil. And Aberdeen's season really isn't getting any easier. No, they point. look like they were getting better for a week. And then they didn't. Yeah. Was it was only like two weeks? I think it was two weeks, man. Did they get two? Oh maybe they get two actually. Um Yeah, they well, beat they, Hearts they and they drew with Rangers. Yeah, Hibs drew with oh. Rangers and Hearts as well. The space of a, it was a space of a week though that Oh, they also beat yeah. October. Yeah, so that, and then, that week period where they had two wins and a draw against mm-hmm. three of the the biggest clubs in the country. Yeah, yeah. then they lost to lost to Motherwell and uh, lose to Dundee United. Yeah, I, it's going to be a long season for them. I think. I don't think they'll stay up. I think I, I don't think there's any question really they're going to stay yeah. up. Yeah, Ross County are a lot further down. Uh, Dundee as well probably going to be struggling. I'm 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 surprised I'm surprised Dundee United are doing so well. Yeah, a little bit, but for so so long, really. Yeah. I have to say that they they are pretty boring to watch. Effective but boring. Yeah. yeah but they get points, so. It's Dundee United. Yeah, I don't I don't have to watch many Dundee United games in a season, so I'm not overly concerned about how boring or not they are. Yeah, just let them get on with. Right. Well, it's going to the big news and not the, the boring the big news. Um, big news. The big news is uh, Dunfermline 3, Air United 0. No, um, was it 3? I thought it was 4. Yes. Nah, Bill, don't we're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the party game, Bill. Uh, we just conceded lots of goals. I just... Air in the mud. I presumed it was but four. It did, we're, it, not, we're still not even close to being bottom. I mean, it, did put, it did put... Points wise, yes. To be bottom, you're one point off bottom. Points wise, yes. Position wise, no. It did put Dunfermline ahead of air. Um, and, there's, and I'm telling you, Yogi's come in 
and their charge for the, for winning the league is on. It's happening. I'm telling you. I, I think it'd be. They've got to make up the 14 point gap to the next. <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I think it's probably best to judge Dunfermline when they play a team that don't ship I, goals for fun. I absolutely love that league table. I love it. Uh, well, here are joint top of the second the half of the league, table. Of the, 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 of the relegation table. <laughs> joint top they might of the well, second half They might as well just do a, a, a split. <laughs> yes. That's what we're cheering for. Do you get a yeah. trophy for that at the end of the season? Though? Hopefully. <laughs> for finishing <laughs> sixth in the league. Place, you get a trophy. <laughs> No, um, Dunfermline by all accounts were okay. We were dread. Air were dreadful. I said we. Air are dreadful. So you reckon you're going to sack your 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 manager now? Um, no, I, I don't know. He's going to get he's going to get at least till January so they can bring it. I know that he was there when Hopkin was there in the summer, obviously. Um, so some of the signings might have been to do with him as well. But he'll get till January to see what what he can do, who he can bring in. I think what, what I'm going to do between now and January, I'm going to go to the, the brand new Shiny Hub and uh, drown my sorrows every week. Yeah. Well, when, well when, when's it open? Apparently next week. <laughs> next week? Or oh, this open. week, the, apparently. The well, yeah, the shop, I, I've seen the shops open. It should open, be open for the cup game, but apparently. Um, what the cup thing game? Is about which, uh, next Saturday, Scottish Cups. Yeah. Um, what? Well, this Saturday. This Saturday coming. This Saturday, Saturday coming, yes. So not next Saturday, this Saturday. Yes, yeah. that is yeah. the next that is Saturday. The next, right, yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, but I'd I'd take that as being you're confused. We do small have some exciting things to look forward to, such as the games against Hamilton because they're they're. Guys. I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to go. Oh, um, it's just gonna it's gonna be like watching twenty two drunk folk just run around. Still I thought you were talking about in the hub. I was like, I thought it was, I thought it was licensed for more than twenty-two people. <laughs> no, just twenty-two. <laughs> I mean, you may as well, you may as well see at the start of the game. You may as well just go and pick eleven folk out of the hub <laughs> after they've been in there drinking. They would play better. Yeah, yeah. No, to be fair, that's maybe, that's maybe borderline a, a bit harsh. Any other? Not here. The first we're gonna take our on hub we're gonna take our chance. We're going to take our chances on being air players by just going to the hub before every game. And a <laughs> you might pints. get caught. Duffy will just walk in, right, I need four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I need one to be a goalie. <laughs> uh, goalie's not our... Everyone's goalie, yeah, goalie's Matt actually Matt one of our strongest possessions. Matt he is, gardening yeah, that's because he, the goalie looks better because of the amount of shots he faces. <laughs> the amount of shots he gets to save. <laughs> he, probably, he must be close to being like a top saver in the league. Just because of the shots we take. Well, yeah, I suppose the most teams does always go to a team that are shit. Again, do you get a trophy for that at the end of the season? Yeah, we do. Just... We get our sixth place and top saver trophy. And best hub in the championship trophy. You know what? So, best hub in the championship. Best hub in League One. I think every single air fan in the country would bite your hand off for sixth place at the moment. I mean, that. top saver sounds like you've just got about supermarkets getting the best deals. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, that, maybe that's what we should do. We should just get the players to run around the supermarket. Uh, uh, I tell a lie, actually, we're eighth in the saving list. Eh? Hamilton are <laughs> <laughs> top. They have more than double the save- saves we have. Is that save- <laughs> saves on saving Great. on a match day match day supplies because you're just not buying any pies? Surprisingly, the Ke- the Kelly goalkeeper is second. How many shots did Kelly face? Uh, they're also oh, they're they're, they're less dreadful, but so still far. dreadful. Yeah, they're, but they're better dreadful. They're yeah. just dreadful with a different dreadful style. in a different way. Yeah, I, I, I never mind. Dreadful that. in their Hamilton's own way. Not top. I just misread the fact that it, uh, I forgot the, the the Morton goalkeeper is Hamilton. So it's, You're uh, a fucking idiot. <sighs> Hamilton are joint with air. Oh, good, excellent. But yeah. Anyway, that's that's uh, enough about. What I was trying to get into is the, the cheating SPFL, you know. Um, given Celtic more than half the stadium for the cup. So what, what is the allocation breakdown? Hibs got 17 and a half. 17 and a half and Celtic got... over 30. I don't think it's been officially announced yet because they've not worked out many comps. I don't see I don't see how... It's purely because they know Celtic will sell those tickets and don't... Well yeah, that Hibs, and Hibs, also Hibs, but if you look at Hibs... But if, but, if you, no, but if you look at Hibs allocation for the weekend there, they didn't even sell that out and it was less. Yeah, but they would sell out a final. That does you shouldn't the the fact that they didn't sell it oh, yeah. they shouldn't come into account. Did they sell out the Scottish Cup final when they played Rangers? Yeah, I mean they uh, they sold out they sold out the League Cup final when they last played in the League Cup final too, like um, not that long ago. Right. They, they, they they would sell out the final hundred like, percent. No, I think they should also be given the chance to. But yeah, yeah. they be given yeah. the chance to, and if they can't sell out with two weeks to go, then they give the tickets back. I did, yeah, I did fully expect it to be that way. I expect it to be 
yes, you can have that allocation, but if you've not, if it's not sold out, then you have to give tickets back and give them to other team. I just, I, I don't think, I don't see how they can do it, and and like say that that's fair. I don't, I don't understand that. Boo! That's what I'd say to that. I mean, they are yeah, letting Celtic and Rangers choose the side of uh, of Hamden they get when they get there, and which you know. That's a Celtic end, it's it, the Rangers end. makes it not so fair for a neutral venue, but... Yeah, but you know. that's the Celtic end, Craig. But it's a neutral venue, so it shouldn't oh, it's a Celtic Celtic Craig, it's the Celtic end. It's the Celtic end. Should Celtic have effectively owned Hamden for the past week. Uh, you sound like all the, the raging Tims in the Twitter. Um, yeah. Fucking well, wrap you up, Jure. Don't fucking the talk boys, to me like that. He pays to talk to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, right. Well, what? How are we doing the predictions league? Uh, yeah, uh, so strolling. Same old, same old. Drew, Drew's still top. It's been disabled. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Matt's catching Craig. You gained me by a point, Matt. Okay. You pulled ahead of Ferg by a point. Okay, I'll take it. Everyone was shit, so it doesn't really matter. The most. Um, you yeah. had the most. Was nine. Yeah, nine compared to lowest of five. Nine out of a possible forty, and that's the best. I tell you what, though, combined, we've almost got forty between us. I, think, I like how um, we're, we've done. We've done twelve weeks of this, right? And okay, fair enough. Well, Jira's got one hundred and thirty-five, so he's got just over three lots of full marks. Ferg's only 82. No, but you've got to remember, Craig, you've got to remember, you've got to remember, you're 95, you've got to remember, I had my mind focused on other things, okay? So, instead of this diddy table, I was out, half the weeks and you still didn't, I want to hear what Ferg was out doing, I was out doing, making big money moves, okay, and, um, can we bring a new presenter in, is that your big money move? Winning actual, no, I was winning, winning actual, Real, real life bets, and instead of this ditty, let let's guess the scores. Well, I, can I have the trophy for most points um, gained in one week? No. no. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's next. To, it's next. We're to, just um, giving out trophies for everything these days. Biggest saver. <laughs> <laughs> biggest saver. <laughs> well, that would be you this week for the number of points you saved off yourself. What? That was your worst <laughs> right I've ever heard. By the way. <laughs> That's hundred percent. Like that's like yeah, uh, fucking. Oh, you should have. You wear. You don't wear your glasses. In it. But, <laughs> that's what that is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've been listening to this Twitter space. <laughs> it's turned me into an absolute idiot. Oh, you know, if anyone bone. is still listening, you know you want a you want a five aside podcast Twitter space. There, just you know, let us know. Oh God, no! Do, do, ta- do tag us. We will, we will do I'm one sure, if you sure want us to do one. A live debate, if you want to debate with the boys, you know. Oh, we're referee, we're we're to get no, Billy, Billy's just gonna, Billy's just gonna request himself to join all the other Twitter spaces now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, um, let's let's do get into this week's predictions. Then. Yeah, I looked at it before, and this game wasn't here, but apparently Leverkusen Celtics are first one. Craig. Uh, yeah, some someone might have forgot about the the European games when they set up the first ones. So, uh, uh, that's really good, Craig. Um, but I'm going to go for a surprising. 1-0 Celtic victory. Uh, I'm not going to go for that. I'm going to go for Leverkusen 3, Celtic 1. Um, I'm going to say uh, Bayer Leverkusen 4, Celtic 1. Oh, 1, he's angry. <laughs> uh, no, I'll just guess. Like, four, 4 draw, 1-0. Um, I don't know. Leverkusen are a very good side, and I don't really expect us to take anything from them away from home. So, first only going for the five now this week. So, nah. a very good side. So, uh, just the five now to Celtic. That's they are good though. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go two one Leverkusen. Not happy oh, you about can't, it, you can't it. bet against you can't predict against your I own know, team. If anyone wants to bet about the predictions and see if that's the first time first predicted a Celtic loss, a hundred percent is. I don't even have to check back. Yeah. Right. Next game. 
No, I'm checking back. Was it the Rangers game? Uh, is the next game, yeah, it's the Rangers, uh, game. Rangers versus uh, Sparta Prague? They made fun of Celtic for losing to the the Plumbers last season, and uh, I think Rangers will lose to the Plumbers this season uh, with a two 0 loss. What? Remember Did you just say they made fun of Rangers for losing to the Plumbers? They made fun of Celtic for losing. Oh, uh, you said Rangers. Well, we lost to the Plumbers. Remember? Oh, we got yeah, annihilated by the Plumbers. Yeah. 4-0 and 4-0. Cheers. Cheers. Look at the posters I've got on his wall. The good old days. I it so vividly. <laughs> Back in the good old days when Big Steve was there. That, that one banter here. That was good times. Okay, I've, yeah, I have just checked. I've, I've never I've never predicted Celtic to lose. So, so. like I said, 2-0 to Sparta Prague. Cool. I'm just going to change my prediction to 2-1 Celtic. <laughs> Same as I predicted for the last uh, Celtic Leverkusen. Um, thing. But Billy has appeared to <laughs> mute himself. Oh, there we go. I'm, oh, I'm back. Um, I don't know what happened there. I'm going to go for. Uh, well, as I was saying, I thought, well, Gio's not going to be happy, um, but he's not going to be sad either. I'm going to go score draw one one. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna go. Oh, you copied me, but I'm also going to say one one. Oh, Wait, Matt, how many nil? How many nil to spot? Um, I think where is it? Uh, I uh, Rangers. Two one Spotify. Um three one Sparta prank. Uh next up obviously big games on this weekend, so we'll kick you off. Local local for us, uh, it's Auckland Lake Talbot v Hamilton. Yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go for it. Uh, 2-0 to Hamilton Ackies. He had his go in there. I'm going to go for 2-1 to Auchinleck. This is the cup set. I'm going to say 1-0 to Hamilton. Well, this one's dedicated to Robert, who I work with, who is a die-hard Talbot fan and is sick at the moment. So I know he's listening. And I think Hamilton will win 2-0. <laughs> take, care, take care, Robert. Care, hope, hope he's feeling better, but you know what would make me feel better if you put your toes off the camera, please. <laughs> no, off the camera. Um, Matt has six toes for those uh, listening. I'm I'm gonna just go like, just like your classic Celtic fan. Then. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go score draw. Score draw one each. Um, next up, Queens Park take on Kelly. You know, I don't actually realise until uh, Chet the weekend how bad Queen's Park are now. Uh, yeah, they've really went downhill. Um, and <laughs> I have just seen Ferg score for this game. I, I'm going to go for a 2-1 to Queen's Park. <coughs> well, um, Marie Osmond will be shining down on Kelly. She's not dead, but she'll be shining down on Kelly and a glorious tune of Paper Roses will be playing out at Lesser Hamden. Um, uh, at the end of the game with Kilmarnock winning 2-1 um, I'm going to go 4-0 to Kilmarnock I'm going to go with 2-0 Kelly I'm just going for the, the small score line of uh, 17-0 Queen's Park and you wonder why he's so bad if that comes up fair I'll give you to be fair he's probably going to get the same amount of points as me for that yeah. game. <laughs> I'll give you a hundred pounds if that comes up, Fig. Oh yeah, Craig's got a hundred grand. I said a hundred pounds, but yeah, I'll, I'll give you a hundred grand if it comes up. Skybet will give I'm you more. I'm taking the hundred grand. I'm taking hundred. <laughs> I don't know the Skybet will give you more. <laughs> um, two minutes. I'll just DM Kelly and ask him to lose seventeen nil at the weekend. <laughs> Match fixing. <laughs> you tell us what the game is next. But, yeah, sorry, sorry. Next up, Ed. Twitter space is famous. Uh, Aloha take on Bonnie Rig Rose. Um, but they're going to use their inspiration they got from joining the Scottish Fit by um, Twitter spaces last night and uh, they're going to win 3 0. Yeah, I think Aloha will just be too strong for the Rose. Uh, I'm going to go 2 0 to Aloha. I'm going to say 1 0 Aloha. 3 0 Aloha. 4-0 Aloha, yeah. 
big scrollings this week. Um, next up, who is it? Clyde Bank, Clyde Bank v v Clyde. You know, oh, the the Clyde Derby. Oh, um, it's going to be the most boring game you've ever seen. Now, now. Um, I, I think there'll be a few cherries, a few cherries in this game. Um, that's obviously not a score it's prediction, a but that's a, a cherry prediction. Uh, but I'm going to go for score draw one one. Make the long journey back to Clyde. Um, for Clyde for the replay. Yeah, I'm going to say one nil to Clyde. Yeah, I'm going to go three nil Clyde. Uh, no one likes Clyde, so uh, two one Clyde Bank. First one with the cup set. Um, the Giants Clyde will be slayed. Mm-hmm. By the minnows of Clyde Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Air take on Albion Rovers. Right, how many nil? Uh, it's going to be one nil to Albion Rovers. What? <laughs> Even I've got them beating Albion Rovers. Who's your Craig? Just Billy. That's go horrendous. Billy. I'm going for the points. <laughs> I'm, That's I'm trying to. Uh, I'm going to go for. Don't care about sentiment anyway. Uh, I'm going to go for score draw 1-1. One, one. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 air. Yeah, I'm going to just completely agree with Joe. I think 2-0 air. Yeah, I'm going 3-1 air. So it's the, the, the non-air fans that think air are going <laughs> to win that game. The people that don't watch them every week. Yeah, true. Because, yeah. um, you know, Billy's a big fan. He watches them yep, every I'm week. always there. Definitely. Fin- never miss it. Finally... It's bloodline. Breaking take on Darvel. Uh, this is the easiest one ever. Yeah. yeah, Darvel with a 3 1 victory against Breaking. <clears throat> uh, f- I don't even know if it is a cup set. 4 0 Darvel. <laughs> um, I think Darvel will do a cup set 1 0 Darvel. Uh, I wouldn't call it a cup set. set. Uh, yeah, to be fair, it's not really. But, um. um yeah, I'm gonna go one nil, Darrell. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two all, you know. Um, <clears throat> Darvel are gonna feel sorry for breaking and just let them score two. So there you go. That's all I for th- that game is uh, on the telly on the Monday night though. If, if people Oft. want to watch the I'll be watching. game of breaking versus Darvel. I'll be watching. Really? Yeah, on BBC Scotland it is. You know, um, yeah, that, coming out for the big games. That's us. Um, again, uh, yep, yeah, I will be back same time next week, hopefully. And um, I can see Matt's eager to leave because he wants his dinner, so I'll let him say goodbye. Good night, everyone. Billy, you can say goodbye as well. Ciao, Craig. Goodbye. Notice that Craig's made himself look different from Billy by buttoning his button up on his shirt. He felt embarrassed that he came in and they were wearing the same shirt. <laughs> Colour coordinated. And um, finally, Jure, who's been anxious to leave and wanted us to be snappy, but we have been an hour. And he's gym jams. Uh, I'm <laughs> in my, my gym jams. Um, <laughs> let, let him say goodbye. As always, uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening. Um, hopefully next week we'll find out who the saver of the year is. Um, for now, uh, keep safe and God bless. Still your keep line, safe. dickhead. Um, I don't know how I have my dickhead here, but yeah. Um, yeah, well, next week would be too early to know who saver of the year is. Could wait a few more weeks for that. Um, but uh, anyway, thanks for thanks for watching this far. Uh to all, all you viewers and uh hopefully we'll see we'll see you next time good night and god bless mm-hmm.